Hello, welcome back to the stream hey. part two, or episode hey. ten, part two. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on uh, on the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We left off while the party were attempting to persuade a group of kobolds who served the Order of the Dragon to delve deeper into the caverns below. Emric, I believe, planning to lure them into the area. Uh, infested by a roper, a large monstrous creature resembling a stalactite. We left off just as Emmerich had persuaded the kobolds to split into two groups and occupy two different rooms uh, within the hatchery. I'm going to hand it straight back over to you, Emmerich. What would you like to do? <coughs> well, well, I'm going to look at everyone. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to grab everyone over to me now. Um, so if you go, if you all want to, so, um, so Emmerich's oh, gesturing over to everyone to sort of come over. <clears throat> I'm not going to everyone look <clears throat> I think what we do now I think at this way here I think we make it look like there's been a cave-in you know I've seen your little work that you've done uh, Will Six we could probably do a, maybe a, an illusion or so to make it seem like the, the cave-in or something's happened and then I think I might at the top of my lungs let our rope and uh, friend know that we might have some um some fresh meat for him. What do you guys reckon? I can try and cave off the uh, the doorway, but what if the uh, other kobolds try and dig them out? Well, look, worst case scenario, we just kill them as they come through. At least this way, it's only single file. That's that sounds fair enough. So we got we got the advantage. We've got the positional advantage, and hopefully, our roper friend might come and say hello. Yeah, definitely try that. Alright, so if you want to create like a... If you want to actually try and do a cave-in, that'd be great. But if we can't, I reckon we do a minor illusion to make it look like a cave-in. Or, and if you guys have any other things you'd like to add to make it look like a cave-in, you're more than welcome. Or if you have any other ideas, like, definitely pop up and, you know, join in. Well, um, that's what, what, what I was going to say before is, um, depending on what we want to do, I can create the cave-in. Now, did you want me to stick around... And I reckon we all stay here for now because we can all just go and investigate that other area that the kobolds don't exist in anymore. Simon, I've uh, I've created a rock that you can move I in place. Gonna say that I've just seen that because you have uh, full control. The, the yep. center there, but uh, are we going to be on the other side with the kobolds? Or no, 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 no. It doesn't even. We are not going. Yeah. We are not yeah. going to be on the other side. So I reckon you put it like maybe just right right here. And then I'm yep. going to stand back. I'm going to yell at the top of my lungs. So you've done your minor illusion to make like a cave-in. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pile of rock. <clears throat> so then I'll go, my friend, I've, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm shouting this out and I don't want to shout it too loud, but uh, I'm That's shouting okay. at the top yeah, of my lungs into the yeah. cave. My friend, as I said, I would, I have bought you fresh meat. Unfortunately, it's kobold and not human but I guarantee you there's a lot here to eat and it will fill your and you will get your share. That's a share at the top of my lungs. So I'm yeah. sure the kobolds probably heard that, but oh, yes. there's the the illusion of the cave-in. I'll gesture... Actually, it doesn't really can matter I, if it moves or not. Can I assist by... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I can't really. So I got prestidigitation now. Yes. Can I try and muffle his voice so it sounds just like rocks falling? Could even boom my voice even louder, though, if you wanted to, like, 
I don't want the kobolds to hear, but if it was like rocks falling, that would kind of add to the whole illusion. It's okay. It could it could help with the illusion, but the robot yeah. might not be able to hear. So, but you can give it a go. Like definitely, yeah. that's up to you what you want to do. You can definitely press digitate the sound of rocks falling coming from the area of the minor illusion. Oh, um, see now that's a cool idea. Yeah, absolutely. So as that happens, I'm going to roll. A so we'll do of it dice. like a, yeah. Yeah. We'll do it kind of instantaneously, so that's happening mm. while Emmerich's yeah. kind of calling out. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, when Mira does for her situation, you don't see anything except there's this, like, flash of fire in one eye and flash of um, ice crystals in the other eye. It's, it's, it's new new spell goes off. <laughs> new spell. Who does? Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, uh, Mira, what is your spell save DC? And Simon, uh, sorry, Wiltix, what is your spell save DC? 13. Uh, where 13. is okay. that on the... 13. It'll be on your spells. It's just Extra the top of your spell attack and then spell Extra save Extra spell attack. So under Extra spells, spell it should say... Um, uh, it should it say probably hit be, to hit or DC. It'd probably, it probably be 13 or 14, I imagine. Oh. Uh... Spell save DC. I actually can't see it on the sheet. Let's have a quick look at your sheet. Uh, so it'll be under. So if you look at spells, I'm um, in spells. Yeah. Open your sheet. So spells. Ah, uh, oh, none of yours have it listed. That's annoying. <laughs> no, um, no, it should just be up listed underneath your description. If you click you, on spells tab. And yeah, then, no, I have, I've got. You oh, think it's not that. there. It's, it's not weird. there. No. You think that. Um, so I can figure it out for you. So it's going to be, it's your proficiency bonus, which is plus two, plus mm-hmm. your intelligence um, modifier, so which is three. plus three, plus, I believe it's eight. So it'll be 13 is your save. 13. Okay. Yes. But that is, uh, that's oh. interesting that it doesn't list it. We'll have a look at that later. Mm. Um, yeah, it definitely doesn't say it. We'll, fi- we'll fix that for your side, don't you worry. Uh, actually, where does your minor illusion come from? Is that from your gnome ability? Yes, it does. I think that's why it doesn't have a... Um, it's okay. So it might be a little bit different in that case. It probably is using a different... Um, Modifier. Yeah, let me have a quick look. So what's the gnome? Which, you're a forest gnome, are you not? Forest gnome, yep. Forest gnome. Forest. Uh, let me have a quick look. Gnome 5e, forest. I think it's probably going to be constitution, knowing the gnome. Knowing the gnome. Knowing the gnome. I know the gnomes. Forest gnome. Here we go. My intelligence. No, you're sweet. So yeah, 13 is your DC save. Cool. Cool. Sweeter. So yeah, so 13. Um, I've got some bad news. The kobolds, even with um, a hike to those DCs, have seen through the minor illusion. I rolled a natural 20 for one group. Uh, And then for the next group, I rolled a 17. Um, yeah, so I, boost, I boosted your DCs by two, so it was a 15 they had to pass. Um, they have both passed. I'm going to keep our initiative order from before um, as you hear cries of Betrayas from behind the illusion of the rock. Azua. Oh, oh my god, we're back in the murder corridor again. In the murder oh. corridor. Oh, no. Azua, you are back at the top Hell of the Hell yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, do they actually start charging through? No. You, all you hear is this this voice call out, Betrayas, from behind the uh, from behind the minor illusion rock. Hey, Owen, can I ask a question? Yes, you can. Are you going to add? <clears throat> just, just uh, this is just a. I'm just curious. Are you going to add yeah. a roper to that turn order by any chance? He's yes. on the GM layer right now. 
Okay. Uh, so you I just, shouldn't I be able to wondering. see. No, good. You oh, can't no, see. No, no, I can't see good. him. No, no. Okay, cool. That's good. You shouldn't would, be able to. He would move him. far too slowly, though, wouldn't he? Because he'd use five feet a turn or something. It depends on where he is. Uh, we don't know where he is. He's just got a fifty-foot reach. Remember. And, that? The, and that room, and that room where this—that's where all the corpses are. So he could very well be in there. We don't know. I uh, I rolled I rolled okay. perception for him. Um, just Sorry, so you guys just, know. Yeah, just I did, I did roll his perception to see if he heard you shouting. Big was like, was he huge creature or is he like large creature? Or? Yeah, large creature. So would he even fit through the hole that we had to climb through to get to, to that area? Wiltix, what's your intelligence? You're quite intelligent, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm, Sixteen. Uh, plus yeah. Yeah. Um, as you think of that, yeah, you're pretty confident the rope is not going to be able to fit through that hole. And as you think a little bit more, you think the narrow tunnel underneath as well is going to be very hard for him to squeeze through that narrow narrow tunnel that led underneath uh, the Violet's Fungus Garden. You think he's going to have sense. a bit of trouble squeezing through that too? Cool. Uh, I've managed somehow. <laughs> um, do we... Maybe we lead them on a chase into here? I suppose it's not my turn yet, so who's... Um, Azura I reckon... is up first. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, like, it's... I don't want to, like, metagame too hard, but I reckon here's a still really good spot because it's just, like, it's only single file. They can't get their pack tactics off because I'm literally blocking them from coming into this area. Mm, <coughs> tastes meta. Mm. It's a bit meta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what would happen anyway. Like, I'm... Yeah, I led look, them you down guys here have fought these, you fought these creatures to, before. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's a little meta, but literally, like... Just him just thinking of like combat tactics and stuff. He knows yeah. that like it's best to have hordes come through like a narrow area and he chose this oh, area. Absolutely. Uh, what does good uh, old Azua do? Good pure, uh, lovely, golden hearted Azua. <laughs> uh, golden hearted Azua is going to prepare a radiant sunbolt just in case <laughs> something comes out of that corner in an aggressive manner. I think that's a very good uh, held action. Mira. The hole's a firebolt for the same situation. Yeah. Will six. <laughs> Guessing it's the same sitch. Yeah, pretty much. Um, awesome. Just standing behind the ledge now as opposed to <coughs> on top of it. So. Leosin's going to stand back here and go, I'll, uh, I'll keep watch if anything comes this way. I'd rather not just murder a bunch of small lizards. Yeah. Winged kobolds. Emerging from behind the illusion and triggering your held action is a winged kobold. Emric, technically you'd get the first as it enters your threatened space and you can use your reaction and then the held actions will go off uh, as other things happen as well. Does a 22 hit? It does. Seven. Do this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> as it sort of comes through the illusion and pops yep. up, I'll just immediately strike it down with a halberd, um, yeah. just tearing a huge chunk out of its chest. You, as it sort of flies through, crying out this kobold war cry, um, you just thrust your halberd forwards, and it just impales itself and drops to the ground dead. <laughs> cry cut short. Um, over its body emerges another one that triggers Mira's held action first. Oh no, sorry, it'd be Azua's held action first. Azua, uh, your sunbolt goes off if you wish, as it flies forward wielding a dagger. Uh, yep. A two-five radiant damage. Ooh, it's not dead. Uh, it's going to make an attack against Emric as it flies out. Uh, Emric, does a 17 hit you? 
Uh, yes, it does. You take six piercing damage. Oh, okay. Uh, let me double check that's rolled correctly. Yes, that has, yeah. Six piercing damage. These winged kobolds are a little bit tougher than the normal ones. Um, emerging from the darkness. Actually, technically, Simon, this would trigger your held action too and Mira. This would trigger all of you. So, sorry, Emmerich, undo that. Mira, you okay. can activate it on this one too. Sorry. it's. I, mm-hmm. Did you want to activate it? Yeah, Six, yeah sorry. You kill it instantly. Yeah, yep. I kill it, yeah. Uh, and then emerging from behind the boulder, another one comes. Uh, Simon, would you like to activate your held action, please? <laughs> I would. <laughs> uh, 12, uh, 12 does not hit. Oh. This one makes That's the attack okay. against you, Amrick, and you take the six piercing. <laughs> oh, okay. I was hoping you re-rolled that. <laughs> Emerging from the darkness, sprinting by, God. and pushing uh, through to here as it flies over your head, Emrick. No. This one's going to make an attack against... Oh. It's not moving out of your range. It's going to make an attack against Wiltix. I'm guessing a nine doesn't hit you, does it, Wiltix? No, it does not. No, and this one flies out. Um... And it can only move to here, so it does so. And then it's going to make an attack against Emric. Isn't there already one there attacking me? Uh, there shouldn't be one. Oh, there's no, behind the hidden one. Yeah, sorry. Let me, move. Then, let me move the dead ones out of the way. Then I took damage another. Then I took damage again from another one. Which one? So there's two there's attacking. One. There's two attacking you, Emric. Yeah, sorry. There's this one here that you can. Sorry, it's because of the way the layers are working. It's very hard to see. So this one here. Um, oh, is he shooting me? Yeah, yeah. So he's throw- he threw the dagger, and then this oh, one moves okay. forward. Into- Sorry, it- let me move these things out of the way so that you can see really easily. There we go. You know, that, that makes more sense. That makes easier. Because um, I thought they- I thought they were both in this space. So no, I was like, wait a second. No, that's um, that's cool. I'm guessing a four does not hit you, Emmerich. As I roll a natural pretty- one. <laughs> no, you're not very close. Sweet. Next up are the kobolds. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna move one, two, three. Oh. They're gonna start to move up. Um, they're going to use their slings as a range. So this one's going to go for Mira. Uh, does a 12 hit you, Mira? No. This one's going to go for... I'm rolling a d4. Uh, Emric? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a 6. Uh, this one's going to go for Mira. Oh, <gasps> natural 20. Oh, I'm so- Mira, you take six, seven, eight bludgeoning damage. Actually, Mira's looking a bit hurt after that because another sling. This one at Azua. This one has got line of sight to Azua. Twelve doesn't hit you, does it, Azua? No, it doesn't. Emric, it is your turn. All right, so I'm going to do a hellbit attack against this one here. Yes, as is your right. (laughs) (laughs) Does a thirteen hit? That's a winged kobold. It just hits. Oh, 13 slashing. Yeah, how do you do this? I want to be pretty quick. So I'm just going to sort of, as it's attacking little ticks, I'm going to come through and just slice it in the back. Yeah, Um, you just And then I'm going to turn my, then I'm going to turn my vengeance onto this one. Absolutely. This one's a little bit hurt. The one that's right in your face. 14 hits, but don't ignore the damage. Yeah, you roll a d4. How do you want to do this? That's four plus three, yeah, seven. Um, so I'll just sort of uh, whack it on the head pretty much and just send it spiraling to the ground. Yep. As you take out and these two winged kobolds. I'll move back to here. Yep. Um, and we want to do this. Um, 
Where do I go? Maybe in there. No, but then. I might just go back to here. And then I'll pass my turn. Alrighty. Azua. Uh, I can't really. I don't imagine I could dance into the fray, surely, because there's too many people in the ways that you, you can get through you here. Could move up, you could move up to the narrow entrance there if you wished. Uh, yeah, why not? I'll move in. Yeah, you um, rush I'll in. make a. I'll rush in and make a. a um, quarter staff attack. So you'll have to move up one more space. I'll just move that dead oh, cobalt yeah. out of the way. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, so there's I this one here. Was... Yeah. So there's one here that you can see. Oh, there's one there. This yeah, one? yeah. He shouldn't yeah, be there. Cool. There he is. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, that's... Okay. 11 doesn't yeah. hit. As you sort of... Sorry, I have to move you there. Uh, as you sort of swing, the winged cobalt darts around, moving out of the way, your quarterstaff banging uselessly into the uh, the wall. Did you want to make uh, an unarmed strike? I will make an action? armed strike, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Again, oh. normally the one-two punch has served you well. This time, yeah. the kobold just slaps your hand down as it flies over the top, cackling in your face. <laughs> Can't hit me. Can't hit me, stupid little man. Anything else in your turn, Azur? Don't think I can do it. Anything else? Uh, Alrighty. No, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Mira. I think you're going to do that. Uh, she will firebolt this one. Yeah, go ahead. And then... This is going to be brutal. But I'm going to twin it uh, for one sorcery point to try and get to the other one behind as well. The one behind. Nice. I love it. Let's see One firebolt and then one ghostly sort of silvery firebolt yep. and 18, 18 hits hit. and then the other one, one in front. 18 to hit again only one point of damage one point of damage as, as you sort of throw this fireball out and then the ghostly silvery bolt splits off from the main attack they go to dodge the, the winged cobalt goes to dodge but the firebolt curves and slams into its chest and oh. as it flies up to dodge it the light ghost one passes straight through and strikes the other kobold behind it with a cry. Uh, I'll move back as well. Five, ten. Yeah. Thirty. Still have to see. Viltix, what would you like to do, Viltix? Um, can I see past uh, Azul down the um, hallway to attack one of the kobolds? Or? Yeah, as you peek, as you peek through his knees, you can see the kobold. Fair enough, we'll have a shot at that cobalt, I suppose. Yep. So he's, he's, got, he's a little bit harder to hit from where you are, but that's, yeah, you can absolutely make an attack. Okay. So I'll just, his um, AC just goes up teensy bit. Cool. Okay. I think you'll still get him. 17, 17. still hits. How do you want to do this? Um, I suppose I'd just, I'd probably whistle out to the cobalt and as he ducks his head underneath to look through uh, Azul's legs, hit him straight in the face. Yeah. So you basically just sort of duck low, aim the crossbow up, give it a bit of a whistle and then as it looks down, crossbow bolt just slams into its chest. Before it even has a chance to sort of cry out, it just crumples and smashes into the ground. Uh, anything else on your turn, Wiltix? Um, might just move back uh, another five, ten feet, yep. about there. Leosin moves up five, ten, fifteen, twenty, looks at you two and goes, 
they're just uh, just killing kobolds in there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, slowly, yes, slowly. They are. Yes. Ah, this is this is not this is not what we should be doing. We don't need to do this. This this is unnecessary. Uh, well, your uh, your brother seems pretty keen. It concerns me. His, his time here seems to have uh, corrupted him a little. I am, I am a bit worried about him. I don't, know this so much time or, I don't know if that's so much time much time or that is just uh, hanging out with Emmerich a little bit too much. But, yes, uh, yes. It does concern me. Uh, that's his oh. full turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just turn to I'll turn to Leeson and I'll say yeah. I'll I'll keep an eye on him, Leeson. Don't, don't worry. And she looks a bit concerned as well. You, uh, you, you, you concern me a little too, Mira. Don't take this the wrong way. In fact, uh, all of you concern me slightly. <laughs> Even you, Wiltix. <laughs> um, the winged kobolds. Uh, Even Wiltix. Even, Even Wiltix. Wiltix. He's the most dodgy person in the whole group. I I would like cool. to point out, though, that the interactions Leosin has had with Wiltix nothing dodgy's occurred that's all been stuff that's happened in Wiltix's dreams or has just been with you guys Leosin's opinion of Wiltix is that he seems pretty okay like he's affected by a blood curse but that's it's equal opportunities guys it doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad person he's a terrible person no, yeah um, I mean Leos- Leosin's experience of Wiltix is that every time he transforms into a wolf he's bullied by Emric and pushes him down a ladder so <laughs> true. That's, that's true that's true that's, that's very true Leosin's yeah, opinion I, is that like Wiltix is a bit under like he, he's underappreciated he, he seems to have like he's a bit bullied <laughs> it's, it's not, that's not everyone, the truth everyone makes these short jokes around him yeah, yeah. That's, that's, just, no, yeah that's, that's true that's Leosin's experience of what Wiltix's life is like um I was going to say it's the wings, winged kobolds turn, but they're dead, so it's the kobolds turn. Oh. Um, I'm going to move this corpse out of the way just so this kobold can move up. Um, it's going to move up to you. Um, yeah, it's going to make an attack against against you, Azu. It's going to make a, a bit of a stabby stab. Does, does a 19 hit you, Azua? A 19 does hit. You take four damages. Four damages. Damn. Four uh, as this this one moves up behind, it's going to use its sling. I'm going to roll a d4 because I can only see two of you. Emric, you have a bit of a plus to AC because it's trying to get this past Azua. Cool. It uses its sling. Oh, it's a natural one. Doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> as it yeah. moves back out of the way, uh, this one's going to make a sling attack against Azua. Uh, 15 Azua? Uh, no. Doesn't hit. Oh, this one's yeah, going to make tributes. a sling attack against D4. Azua again. 17 Azua. I'm guessing that does hit. 17 hits? You take 6 bludgeoning damage. I'm so sorry. Oh, but do I though? That's the question. Yeah, no, you do. This one's going <laughs> to be 5, 10, here. <laughs> no, I'm going to use my reaction uh, to Ooh. catch it. Oh, yes. As you catch a ranged weapon. Do it. So, Yay! You, so you roll, uh, you roll a, I think it's a D8 or a D10? Uh, yeah, 1D10. 1D10, roll it. Let's see if you can reduce the damage Four. to zero. Seven. Uh, where did I roll? Yeah, hang on. Uh... I love it. So yeah, you can now <laughs> just click on the 1D10. You can just click on the 1D10 now to do it for you. Awesome. Oh, uh, cool. Seven. You catch uh, it and you plus, take no damage. Plus seven. Yeah, because it's 1D10 plus seven. So it's actually 14. Yeah, so you, you, just, 
you just catch this in midair. Uh, I, imagine, just... I, I imagine like I'm just death staring this cobalt and he flings it at me. I catch yep. it in front of my face and just yep. drop it to the floor. So you, you can throw it back I, too. I, I compl- uh, I, I'm gonna. I, I won't waste the key point, but I'm okay, definitely gonna roll intimidation because I just want to stare him down as I do it. Yeah, fourteen. <laughs> so basically, maybe the way this works. Little, um, <laughs> maybe we should be a little concerned about Azura. <laughs> so Azura's body, his body doesn't move except for his hand, which just catches this rock as it flies towards him, and then he just lets go as it clinks onto the floor. Without changing his expression, his golden eyes affix upon this cobalt. Um, it backs off and moves down the corridor out of the way. <laughs> you see, it just it just slowly starts backing away, um, and it whispers to its companion, uh, d- 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 "That one scares me. Don't aim for that one for the more." <laughs> this one's going to move up and make an attack against Emric with a sling. Emric, you got a plus one to AC as you have quarter cover. Doesn't matter. I rolled a nine. Um, then moves back out of the way as these rocks sort of fly harmlessly over your head. That's everyone's turn. Emric, last in the round. I'll move forward. I'll um, strike over Azua because I've got 10 foot reach. So let's do an attack. 20 damage. 20 damage. damage. 20 to hit. 20 to hit. That uh, Uh, that hits. That is enough. How do you want to do this? Oh, look, I'm over. So I'm striking over Azua. So I'll just sort of sort of hold it above his head and then sort of bring it down between yep. the shoulder and the neck so in the shoulder blade area yep and then i'll actually bring it out i'll move past azua basically standing on top of the one i just killed mm-hmm. i hit this one with my bludgeoning um with the with the halberd buff go for it i think 21 hits ignore damage 21 hits two plus three five damage how do you want to do this? <laughs> I'm going to come in, and I just as I come in, I strike it really hard in the chest, cracking its ribs um, and its rib cage, and sort of in the lung, just hitting everything in the chest and just caving it in pretty much. It wheezes pained, laboured breaths as your halberd butt cracks against its ribs. It's, uh, 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 I believe that's called Stridor? Yeah. Thank you, Claire. Um, <laughs> thank you, Doctor. As you crush in its chest, and then it, as it sort of struggles for breath, it looks up at you. Why? I look at it, I look at it dead in the eyes. Yep. I look at dead in the eyes as I look at them like, <clears throat> well, I just fucking hate cultists of Tiamat. Yeah. Um... Anything else in your turn, Emmerich, or have you done enough? Um, look, I'll stay. I'll stay where I am. I'll take the brunt. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Azua, my friend. All right. Yeah, we've got a lot of turns. <laughs> um, is there only four left? Is that right? Yeah. Um. I'm going to try and persuade them. Okay, so yeah. I put my hand on Emmerich's shoulder and I, like, walk, uh, like, beside him. Mm-hmm. Listen! And I, like, talk to them. But I say it in, like, a really, like, commanding voice. So I'm really trying to persuade them here. Um, okay. Now, you have a choice. We can end you. Very easily. But... 
I'm willing to let you live. And my friend may let you live. Depending on how the cold <laughs> I do a laugh. Make me, uh, I guess you could do intimidation or persuasion. Your choice. Uh, and you may do so with advantage. Uh, As I'm laughing, covered in blood. Yeah, basically. Oh, it's not me roll it twice, hang on. Oh yeah, you have to give it a few seconds. 18. It's not bad. Now, I'll, I'll finish what I say and then while you yep. roll. What, what, what now, do you want of us? We need your help. You and have you just, do as we say. You've and you do what us. we say. Yes. We so were doing what we... you said. No, you didn't. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> you did not stay on the other side of the rock. <laughs> you, you told the roper to attack us and kill us. Uh, I can walk up. Just let yeah, them we... go. Run away. And never come back. Just leave. We want to. You are blocking the path. Please move. I'll I say to them. I, I say to them. <clears throat> now, guys, look. If you go down to the left here, there's another way out. Go down the ladder, and you'll find your way out. We please. There is only one entrance and exit. You need to let us leave, please. We okay. know this. Yeah. We have been here for for months. I look at Emmerich and go. They're not cultists. They're just. I look at um Mira and go, I just so are you saying are you looking at me or is it like you're trying to give me like a you, you're telling me this? Are you, are you saying that? I say I think, yeah. They're not cultists. They're just kobolds. And I'll look at you and I'll just look at you and go, Yeah, but See, the thing is they're they're still trash. Well have some mercy. There's only one thing we need, and you were guarding it at the end of that hall. What, what are you talking about? I assume you were guarding the dragon's eggs. There yeah, were only you three. You, you said you took them. What, what, actually, while you're here, what, what else is up there? That's is our sleeping any, chamber. Is there any treasure or anything like that? Only our belongings, no, no treasure. Treasure was taken, the hoard was taken away. So there's nothing left behind. The, the, the courtists took the hoard. They, they took it a, a day ago, two days ago. What is the hoard? The other the hoard. The hoard. It is the, it is the treasure, the hoard of the Dragon Queen herself. <laughs> no, if you stay hoard. here, if you stay here while we go and investigate. We'll no, we want to leave. Life. We want to go. Oh, you can stay here. Where will we go if you leave? So. We will run away. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere but here. There is a room of bodies behind us. You did this, didn't you? <laughs> uh, look, I, I'm of the opinion. I don't know if you guys... Obviously, some of you are leaning towards letting the kobolds go, but do we really want them to be able to leave and then be able to tell people that we have the dragon eggs? They don't know that. They don't know that. We literally told them we've you, got the dragon eggs. You told eggs. them that you took the eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, no, they definitely know. That's true. 
Emmerich, didn't you tell? I thought um, we told them that the robot took them. You've told them, you told them that, that you took the yes. Yeah, so you've told them two different things. You've told them that you took the eggs, and then you told them that you stashed the eggs here, and then you told them yeah. that the roper took the eggs. We kind of worked it the wrong way around. <laughs> it's fine. They weren't listening to me. I just wanted them to go in there, and then there were two chicken shits, so they weren't going to go in there. Okay. Hey, look, yeah. I, I would have used these guys as manual labor, but there was no eggs. <laughs> True. Well, the fact that the moment there was no eggs there, I was like, oh shit, what do I do with these people now? Like, oh my God. <laughs> you guys really worry me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they're kobolds. Yeah. If they're, you know, if raped and pillaged, um, you know, across the green nest, they were no, having, having no qualms then, were they? More that it's not a fair fight, is it? <laughs> Does it really matter if it's a fair fight? The strong live or the uh, weak do not. I look at them in the eyes and I, I'm going to do an insight check on what I'm about to say. I look at them okay. and go, tell me right now, did you or did you not pillage Green Nest and have your way with the populace? We, we have been in this cave for the last two months. We got Whoa. the eggs. I probably trust them, don't I? Um, looking at them, they seem to be very confused about what's going on. They seem to be very scared. Um, you don't get the sense that these are lying, or the one that's speaking to you is lying. Well, look, I'm getting, I'm getting Emmerich. You know, he wants, he wants to get along with the people he's traveling with, and he's sensing a bit of. Um, I'll look at Azua. Actually, I'll just look at Azua. That's that's who I'm looking at. So I'm look at uh, I'm gonna look at you guys and like look So you guys really want them them to scamper off? Not uh, I don't want them to I don't want them to leave this cave, but I also don't want to kill them. Can oh, oh we oh we're still working we're in order paused, on machine. We paused in initiative, so no you can you can say whatever you want. Oh, I was gonna say well, it's not essentially gonna say, but I was gonna I mean if I can see another cobalt I'm just gonna shoot him <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, go Wiltix oh, oh my god, god. The Leo's is gonna be sitting there like oh Wiltix no <laughs> well no I, I've gotten to the point I've said my part where they know who we are they definitely know Mira because we mentioned her by name to say that Lane Dedrosa sent her so if they get to the other cultists they're gonna say Mira and her crew stole them so in Wiltix's mind it's self-preservation I suppose yeah. All right. Well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to let that ride out. It's up to you guys in the DM. Oh, like, that's what I'm saying. Hey, I take no responsibility for your actions tonight. Uh, none. Oh, no, but I'm just, it's just making sure that you allow us to, like... <laughs> if you allow me to attack, I'm going to shoot across Yeah, absolutely. You can just walk up and shoot your bow. This absolutely. Is, this is... They literally how you usually do it in D&D. Yeah. <laughs> just shoot, kill everything. I was, I was saying before none of this on the break. None of this moral, moral dilemmas. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, it's past. It's, it's now. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. But we while we, uh, while we took a break, I was... Two minds. Yeah, true. Yeah. While we took a break, I was like to Alice, I was like, oh, they're doing so well. Like, there's no combat again. It's a super RP heavy episode. It's so great. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I forgot who I was playing with. This is the Lost Archives, people. We, we have one episode hey of RP, there. six episodes of brutal murder. I've filled a room with all of your corpses, by the way, just so you can see off to the left yeah, hand side. Yeah, we saw that. We noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just uh, highlight that for the stream. There you go. 
that's the casualties of just this one mine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, well, guys. At the end on. of the day, they are, they are cultists, and honestly, he wouldn't have any time for the cultists. He would want to kill them all. Um, like, so, being frank. Yeah, so while Tick's this conversation's blasting. happening, Ticks, you can just move up and shoot. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I'm going to do. I've gone, yeah, well... I thought it might I'll be. I'll say, I, I don't want them to go and... I'll, I can say to the group, I don't want them to go and uh, tell the other, other cultists about this. So, shoot. And yep. uh, I just rolled a 22 to hit. Um, yeah, the one in front? Yeah, one right in front. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, four damage. Yep, you just... This bow goes through. There's sort of this moment of confusion as they look towards you and go, Why have you done this? Uh, Azura, <laughs> we resume initiative with you first. Uh, I'm going to walk back. I'm okay. out of their range. Uh, I'm going to walk back to Leosin. Okay. Leosin <laughs> looks at you. Um, uh, are you okay, Azura? Yes, I've just had enough of needless killing. Uh, I should hope so. Yep. <laughs> Look, I, I, uh, I was protecting. I will protect those around me with my honor. But uh, when they've clearly given up, that's not a uh, defense anymore. That's just murder. <laughs> yes, I. It, it's, it's a fine line. I understand, but I feel like we we crossed that line quite a bit of time ago. Um, I'm pleased yeah. you have stepped back from it, though. <laughs> Um, uh, I tried to save them. Uh, save my bit. See, what's funny is that just before Simon did what he was about to do, I was about to say, because Emric likes the people he's around, he feels a bit of fear and Amira and Azua. He was actually, get this, he was actually going to let them pass. Hey, amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, well, amazing. Shot. That, no, no, character development that didn't, didn't happen. Because like, he realized that maybe... <laughs> Okay, he, he was going to realize that maybe letting them pass this one time would, like, mend a few bridges with Mira and Azua. Like, it's not that he's burnt down a lot of bridges, but, like, he doesn't want to keep doing that. He was going to ha- actually make them feel a bit better. But, no, this has been this has been changed, so he's going he's gonna to have to kill them now. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anything else on your turn, Azua? Just chat to Leosin. Uh, I'm just chatting to Leosin. Mira. Right, next. Do you <laughs> want to participate much? in Senseless Violence, yeah. or...? No, nah, she'll, she'll just keep an eye on Azua. Nice. Uh, Leosin looks to you, Mira, gives you a nod and a bit of a smile, seeing you not approaching and joining in. Wiltix, you're oh, up but she, but she kind of wants to. So her silver side's facing Azua, oh. but her red side's facing towards the kobolds. Oh, because you hate kobolds. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Wiltix. Roll the dice to see if you would attack them. I did. Oh, did you? I did. Very nice. Uh, yeah, we'll take some to do. No, he's going to shoot him again. Yeah. How do you want to do this? <laughs> um, oh, I'll probably just get him straight in the stomach this time. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Let me just add uh, him to the room. Uh, cool. <laughs> Anything else in your turn, Wiltix? Um, no, no, not really. I get. Uh, you oh, sure? Look, I might, I might threaten them to say if you want to head further into the cave. If you, if you want to head further into the cave, that's the uh, only way I'm letting you out. Uh, yeah, okay. Th- at this point, they're just... What we're done, yeah. They're just really, like, terrified, they're confused, they're scared, they've seen so many of their comrades die. Um, uh, Leosin <laughs> is going to move up and give you a hug, Azua. Aww. So wholesomeness oh, happening in the cavern, 
yeah, not senseless murder. It makes sense. Like we, you know, secrets and such. I'm just gonna. We talked about there being a fine line. I've just drawn it for you on the map. There's the fine line, and that's that's where it stands. Well, um, I mean, in my, my point of view, I mean, I wanted to sneak past to try and go check the stuff out beforehand. Yeah, before. Absolutely. It's just look. It's how it happens. This is how you it definitely, happens. You definitely raised some good points, though, uh, Simon, about the fact that like you guys blatantly told them like one of your names. Another name was mm. mentioned in front of them as well. <laughs> Your descriptions are pretty unique at this point. Um, and then you talked about having taken the eggs. So y- you do have a very good point in that like, <laughs> yeah. they had a lot of information to take with them wherever they went. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, yeah, yeah, the person just gives you a hug as and a pat on the back. Um, it's the kobold's turn. Uh, I'm going to make a save to see what they're going to do because I think at this point it's very much fight or flight. They should hide. <laughs> This one's a fight. This one's a fight. Shit, they're all fight. Okay, here we go. This one's going to move up to you, Uh, That's an eight. That doesn't hit you. This one's going to move up. It's got pack Uh, So the moment that one moves in, I'm going to use my reaction to actually hit it. Beautiful. Because once it comes into my range here, I'm going to hit it. Yeah, go for it. Does a 14 hit? How do you want to do this? Okay, um... So the other one comes in. I actually can't to swipe at him, but I miss. And I hit the other one yep. behind him. Yep. And then this last one moves up. It now has pack tactics. Uh, does a 20 hit you? Yes, it does. Three piercing damage. All good. That's their full turn. Emmerich. All right, do look. End, do you want to just end this? I'm just going to attack them. They're attacking me now. I was actually going to... Yeah. I was, was going to make them go down here, but... They're attacked me, sir. I, yeah, I rolled. I rolled fight or flight. So basically, I rolled a wisdom save. Um, they they it, passed for the one does uh, seven, one does six. I think they're um, both dead, Owen. They're both dead. Yeah, as you just carve through and then smash forward with the butt of the halberd, you are now <laughs> out of initiative. Um, and for those <laughs> of you who are watching us live or on YouTube, I'm just going to demonstrate here. This room I have filled with all of the tokens <laughs> of the creatures that have been killed Look, by in, the Tempest Guild. That's 34 corpses. Not killed by us. Look, in Emmerich's defense, he did try and talk to them first before he killed them. That's true. Um, the, these tokens, everyone... Andrew, are actually all your casualties. The other ones that aren't yours, I've left on the map. These are these are your. This is the Tempest Guild's casualty count. Just so you know, how did you say it was? Claire, was it 34? 34. 34. Yeah. Oh, oh. Do you want to include the mushrooms? <laughs> You should include the mushrooms. Oh, I don't feel like mushrooms count. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not well, dealing look. with self-actualized fungi. We're going to move on. Um, so yeah. well, I would like to say that, you know, Emmerich tried to talk to all of them all before he killed them. Oh, there's no judgment. This is Dungeons & Dragons. You're fine. <laughs> I'm going to walk out covered in blood. I'm going to shrug my shoulders and go, look, I was actually uh, leaning towards you guys there. I was actually going to let them go, but... And then Wiltix we'll came you. in, and then he shot them, and they attacked me. So what could I do? Ah, uh, you had but one choice. Yeah, it was good fun, though, wasn't it? <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I, um, I, I, I sort of tap, uh, not um, what is it? clap all the ticks on the back. Ah, good shot there. <laughs> oh, Leosin well, looks uh, at you, Emric. Oh, sorry, no, you go, you go, Simon. Yeah. I don't know, that's all right. You go, it, I wasn't really so much. Uh, me either, really. You go. <laughs> go on, go on, kind um, sir. No, well, I, I was just going to say, I, I've... I would rather kill them with my own hand than uh, send them off to that oh creature. So. Um, <laughs> Leosin looks at the two of you. 
very Game of Thrones. Sounds <laughs> sounds like you uh you have your reasons and you've justified this in your minds. I'm, I'm pleased that you feel this was necessary and you you feel your actions were justified. If that helps you helps you, then I'm pleased you have that security and that safety. I give him a thumbs up. Cool. He just nods very sadly. Looks a bit disappointed. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just, just really disappointed. <laughs> he doesn't say that, um, <laughs> but he looks. He looks disappointed. Um, well, I'm oblivious. I don't really notice. Yeah. Now, did you guys want to go investigate the co- the cave where the kobolds were originally? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah uh, I Man, we'll just quickly check it out. Do you want to do like a little like just time skip? Yeah, just no, I'm literally just gonna. So, what you find if you go back and have a bit of a look? Um, you guys have got time now, so you can just you just find this. Uh, if you take ten minutes, you get thirty-eight gold pieces, one hundred and fifty-two silver pieces, and seven hundred and four copper pieces, which is sorted into eighty-eight stacks of exactly eight copper coins each. Um, dozens of dragon-themed talismans and amulets are carved from bone, wood, and ivory, scattered about the floor. The workmanship on most of them is frankly terrible, but four of them have a, a unique artistic flair. Um, they are worth 50, 60, 70, and 100 gold pieces, respectively, um, if you can find the right buyer, someone of artistic oddities. If you try and sell this to anyone else, you think it's only going to be worth 10 gold each. So I'll put that all in the chat for you, shall I? Yes, thank you. Yeah, so 38 jippy, 52 silver pieces, 704 copper pieces, and then the four talismans worth 10 gold pieces each to collector worth more. How about that? There you go. Perfect. Nice. And that's what she said. Um, is there anything else in this room? Uh, literally, this room is just a barracks for the kobolds. Um, mattresses of straw covered with badly cured furs and making small beds that seem to be sort of haphazardly positioned around the chamber. Rats and small lizards scurry through the food scraps. Moldy wineskins litter the floor. Um, it looks like this place is just where the kobolds were living. It's their living quarters and their barracks. Because uh, kobolds, kobolds aren't the smartest of people, would they have written down maybe the location of where their cultist group was moving to? Do you want to make me a investigation or perception check as you look through this stuff? I would like to. Because this is a specific thing. Okay, and that one or a four. <laughs> as you look through, you don't really find anything apart from what I've described. It's all all as described above. Cool. Um, all right, easy. All right, should we move out of yeah. the cave? Yeah, it's time to uh, head onwards. All right. Leave the uh, caves behind us. Let me move you guys back to our splash screen as we move back into theater of the mind of the mind of the mind of the mind oh that was awesome <laughs> that was great <laughs> yes yes i love it okay um, so yeah as you guys pass back out through the entrance of the cave warm strong sunlight hits your face and as you look up you estimate the time is maybe 11 o'clock 12 o'clock um since you stepped into the caves, it's only been about an hour, uh, two hours of exploration and, and all of that. All of that chaos in two hours, guys. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> so you see the camp is still mostly deserted. Uh, sorry, what was that, Mir? 
Oh, she's just going to turn around sadly, look back at the dark, dark cave and go, well, that was a waste of time. That was not very efficient. <laughs> Excuse me. It wasn't a great... <laughs> There wasn't a great payoff in terms of risk-benefit analysis, I feel. <laughs> oh, shit, that's not how I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to be like, oh, those poor kobolds said you're just worried about efficiency. I love it. <laughs> well, of course, Emmerich. Uh, <clears throat> could I uh, ask a little favor there, Mirror, actually? I'm uh, sort of covered in kobold blood. Could you uh, use that nifty little... Sp- Do you have any n- nifty... <laughs> that could uh, clean me up? Do I? Yes, of course. <laughs> She'll um, press to digitate all of the muck and everything away. Thank you. I, I and there'll be a lovely fresh, fresh smell. Sure. And she yeah. like conjures a little bit of incense that kind of wafts from one finger. Ooh, Very nice. That smell too hard. Bad. I'm gonna feel a little bit awkward watching uh, Mira sponge bath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fair. like a wipe. A it's wipe. a magic sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wipe on, wipe off sort of situation. I, I, ah, Daniel's son, wax off, yeah. wax off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Awesome. Except hopefully a bit less racist. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so you you guys are standing in the warm sunshine. You clean Emmerich with magic, giving him a was it? Did you say a fresh pine smell, or was it? Yeah, yeah, like just a yeah bit of incense. Yeah, nice fresh incense smell. So you probably smell the nicest you've smelled for some time, Emmerich. Um, as this sort of magical pine freshness covers you. Um, I guess it wouldn't be pine. It would be more like um, charcoal-y, like a, like a bit of an open fire. Marshmallows on a fire. There you go. That's oh, what it smells like. Okay, yeah. So you, you smell quite nice, actually. You sort of sniff your clothes. They smell delicious. Um, <laughs> Leosin turns to, to the four of you. What, what is your plan now? Shall we take a... You said you had a cart. Do you want to take the cart back to Green Nest or... Um, uh, Azura, you said you were with a guild. You are an adventuring guild out of Oxenfurt, correct? We are, yes. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't mind travelling to Oxenfurt if that is your next destination there. Uh, Some research I'd like to do. I'd like to learn more about the cult from the uh, Oxenfurt Library. The uh, the Unseen University there will have information, I'm sure. That's a very good idea. Yes, I think we need to get these eggs to a safe place. Do you, um <clears throat> look? Do you reckon the uh, this cult could be very bad news for our entire? Are you kidding, Eric? We were meant to come here and deal with a couple of kobolds and this giant dragon. Look, that's definitely a good point. I uh, I fear I fear that this this may be an apocalyptic consequences for what the cult is doing if if they are left unchallenged and and, and unchecked. Uh, as you know, Azura and I were sent to this plane to uh, Nostea for a reason, and I believe this was the reason to stop, to stop this cult, to stop the Order of the Dragon. Especially yes, as we can't we've let, learned. we can't let Tiamat rise again. Yes, that if that is their goal, if that is their intention, that is terrifying to me. Uh, I, I cannot stand by and let that happen. Look, I think it's uh, Oxford should definitely be our destination, but I think we owe it to the people of Green Nest to let them know we couldn't find what we set out to look for. Uh, you, you did find a chest of, of treasure, did you not, down there? Yes, we did. We should return that. 
a very yes, good point. I, I suspect probably that was taken from from Green Nest and surrounding villages. The, the least we could do is, if we couldn't get all of it back, at least give them some of what we found. I mean, we might find more when we find the cultists or catch up to them. But I mean, at the moment, I think we should head there, drop off what we have, and then head to Oxenford. Don't tell them about the eggs. No, I think that's probably a safe bet. The less people who know about it, the better. Yes, I, I could not agree more with that. I think uh, yeah. it will be interesting to see what comes of this. This is an important decision you've made, taking these. I I fear there could be consequences. I, positive or negative, I, I know not. Yes, I, I, look, I, I also thought maybe we should go to the university. There might be a might be somewhere on one of the many planes that they have in that building that we could store them. <coughs> um, maybe. But again, I don't know. All right. <clears throat> but look, I think at the end of the day, though, these eggs better in our hands than in the Colts. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I think we uh, all agree on that. All right, oh, uh, yeah, I take it you guys head back to the camp and collect your cart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. load the eggs up. And load Fantastic. the eggs. Our carts I, back I, I think while I think what we should try and do is make yeah. as little disturbance in the bush as possible as we go back to our cart to make it seem as... With, to, to remove our tracks as much as possible. We could do that. Yeah, Someone absolutely. behind us can just sort of... Yeah brush away the footprints wanna, and such. Do you want to take control of that, uh, Azua? You could make a, um, yep. a survival check to try and erase your tracks. Yeah, survival. Yeah, 13. 13, nice. Yeah, um, as you sort of stick to the back of the group, using a branch and, uh, yeah, using as a branch to sort of help wipe away your tracks as you guys travel along, um, you pass back out of the narrow entrance to the plateau on either side that, that makes up this canyon where the cults had set up this location. Having now killed or seriously inconvenienced anyone and everyone associated with this location, you make your way back through the woods. The peaceful sound of birdsong, gentle breeze, the rustling of grasses and leaves in the trees, leaves you feeling a, a bit disconcerted almost after the horrors that you have witnessed in the caverns below where you've just been it feels very different to the last 24 hours of what you've been through since arriving in green nest uh, no sorry be 32 hours at this point um yeah since arriving in green nest you make your way back through the wooded area erasing your tracks as you go and as you emerge from the trees towards your camp see a few deer moving across the grasslands that bolt as you approach You arrive at your campsite that you'd set up where you'd buried the eggs. The stick is still there, marking the area where you had buried the eggs that Wiltix had placed previously. Um, I'm assuming you'd dig them up? Um, I think I would imagine so, yes. Yes, you you dig up the eggs. Um, Two of them still inside the chest, one of them wrapped in a bedroll. Um, You have the eggs in your possession again. You... Did you want to take these tents with you? Because these tents you took from the um, rear guard camp. Did you want to pack these up and, and take them with you? Did you want to keep these tents? I mean, there? like... Pretty large and comfortable. Man, we've got a cart. We might as well. 
if we can if we can yeah, like absolutely we can always make a return trip if we need to um because obviously like we'll, i think we'll go back to doing what we were doing before with the eggs to get yep. them to the cart that's just beyond the canyon yeah the cart's not um, far away um how many tents did you want to take how many are there three there's or four? four yeah there's four one of them is fully take all Oh, three. Maybe three. That's right. Yeah, so one of them is people. By this point, um, the bodies are starting to smell a bit fresh, a ripe, shall we say. I mean, like, I think at the end of the day, though, they are cultists, and we we have tried to talk our way through a lot of stuff, and then I just, me I just... fangirling wasn't super crash hot, didn't work out very well. Oh, no, that worked really I... well. It did. I just uh, spread the in- marshmallow incense around. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. It's not happening. I'm not here. None yeah. of this is real. It's all a dream. I'll awaken back at home in Oxenfurt. Um, yeah. yeah. You pack up three of the tents, uh, carry them with you. If you had one, to, Leosin will carry one of them. Azua, you can carry another. Wiltix and Emric have got um, the chest, I believe. No, Mira was doing the chest. Um, she was doing the last. I think, think, think Leosin and I were carrying the chest, weren't we? Yeah, and you were pushing it. So you guys. Her- you yeah. guys can easily strap a tent to your backs each. Mira, you can probably strap a tent to your back as well. They're not very heavy once they're all packed up. Um, yeah. And then Emric and Wiltix, you're carrying the egg uh, together. Yeah. So between the go- cool. yeah between the between the five of you, you've got this covered easily. You cool. guys pass back through the narrow box canyon um, between the two areas where the rear guard had set up their uh, blockade, and as you pass through underneath, you can see your cart, which you haven't seen for roughly 24 hours yeah actually no closer yeah closer to 38 hours yeah you can see the cart partially covered in scrub and brush and some broken branches that you pulled down and, and packed up around it um you can see that the arrows are still sticking out of it that were there when you first got this cart uh, way back in oxenfurt they have not it's been like, yet removed it's like a cup holder you don't want to get rid of the you don't want to get rid of the feature it's like a, oh, actually, like a I'd probably it say that the branches are balancing. The, the branches are balancing on the arrows, so it's actually helping to like disguise it. Yeah, cool. Free uh, shelf. Yeah. That's what I see. Free shelf. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cart's got plenty of storage space. You can easily pack up the tents inside the cart. What are you guys doing? What's your plan now? Feel um, free to uh, RP and, so- and describe in as much detail as possible. Teach. <laughs> so, uh, oh, sorry. Oh no! I was just gonna say I just take the egg off my back and put it onto the the cart. Um, so the cart has a rear storage of... space, like a trunk that you can easily. And there's also underneath the seats inside. There's storage space as well. The okay. one inside's probably a bit more hidden, a bit more secret. I'll probably put it. I'll probably put that one. I'll probably put the eggs or my egg in that in that um, middle compartment. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm doing. Yep, you pack it up and put it inside. Hundred percent. So what's everyone else doing? Yeah, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll get to the front and uh, start to prepare the uh, the horse. I mean, had, actually, had are there horses? Yeah. So you had uh, two horses. Uh, no, it was only one horse. Sorry. Um, it is looking very, very thirsty. It is looking very, very hungry. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I will, it's lying uh, on the ground, still rations. hitched to the cart, panting. As you approach, oh, it looks would, up oh, very, very grovelly. We would not have done that. Surely we would have unhitched the horse. But you guys didn't... You didn't put it anywhere near water. You didn't... That's true. We didn't do, just, we didn't do those maybe, things. We didn't do maybe, those things. Maybe we'll be a little bit more aware in the future of the horse. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mira, could you... Predi- not looking very happy. Could you create uh, a similar water for our... 
our steed. Can't create water. I can shape it though. I'll just create like a little old water oh. bend or a well of water for it to drink yep. from my it's, flask. It very thirstily drinks the is water. Is there any water nearby? Uh, you guys don't remember passing any or having interacted with uh, any at this point. And I'd say my flask is empty by this point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The horse will yeah. drink any water yeah. you've got left. Um, yeah. Right, uh, we'll um, take at this point. Um, well, I've just helped Emmerich uh, unload the egg and hide it yep. into the middle compartment. So, mm-hmm. um, And the chest is I'll there probably, as well on the other side. Yeah, I'll probably look. I don't know what Azura and all they did with the chest, but I'll probably help maybe Leosin with that then. If Azura yep, went Leosin to go check on the horse. Yeah. Yep. So then I'll just. I'll keep. So Emmerich will just keep doing that. So, yeah, yeah so nice. that's him also doing things. So it's up to yeah. what you guys want to do. Yeah, we'll text. Uh, what, are, what are you doing? I'd just be clearing off the rest of the brush. And uh, mm-hmm. once that's all done, I'm probably not strong enough to be lifting uh, eggs or chests and things like that myself. So uh, I'll perch myself on top of the uh, the cart and mm-hmm. uh, probably sit there and uh, fall down some of my uh, my, my wolf nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Azua, what are you doing at this point? Uh, I'll feed some rations to the horse and uh, try and get try and get us on our way yeah absolutely so yeah you can feed some of uh, your rations the um there'd be some fruit and things like that that you have in your rations the horse yeah very greedily uh, eats up anything you offer it um and it while looks i'm doing like it's like gonna whispering be... it oh what are you what are you whispering you'll be okay everything's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> are you saying it to the horse or you say it to yourself <laughs> uh, to the horse. the horse uh could i please give you my best me... angelic voice could I get you to make me an animal handling check, please, Azua? Natural 20! Hey, that's so, what you want, natural 24! So this horse had taken a point of exhaustion after not being fed or watered for like two, like well, a day and a half. Um, that's fair. After giving it water and Azua feeding him the rations, um, the horse is looking a little bit more rested. Uh, the movement speed is still going to be a little bit reduced, but... Um, for the most part, you seem to have coaxed the horse back to a fair bit of health, enough that it's going to be able to pull the cart. Thank goodness. <laughs> I made a note when you guys left the horse and cart. I was like, I wonder what they're going to do with the horse. And I even, like, yeah. I was a little bit, I even prompted, I was like, so you leave the horse behind too? And you guys were like, yeah, yeah, we'll leave the horse behind. And then you started walking forwards. I was like, great, let me make a note of that. <laughs> we'll come back to yeah, that in a, few, in a few weeks. People. <laughs> I never even thought to think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome we to Dungeons and Dragons with Owen as your DM. it's fair it's very real it's very fair i'm a a scroll case dm everybody i'm taking so many fucking notes (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so you guys consequences eh consequences yes definitely have to think actions equal consequences (laughs) definitely have to think a bit differently Oh, not differently, sorry. Just to be more aware of the horse's welfare. All, all of your actions and inactions have an effect in my world as much as I possibly can can do. I, I love it when that when everything you do has has an uh, yeah. Any, anything you do or don't do does have an effect because that way you guys feel more like you're actually part of the living world, right? Like everything you do is, mm. is it matters. Everything you That's do and don't cool. do matters. Um, if you guys wanted to get underway, you absolutely can start leading this horse back towards green nest uh, leading the cart back was there anything you guys wanted to do before you take off in the cart or are you pretty happy to carry on at that point um well i don't know if emmerich he's lugged everything on now it's he's helped out yeah. with the eggs and all that um he's just gonna sort of prop himself up somewhere in the um in the cart 
just yeah. in the back and he'll just chill out maybe yeah, sharpen his halberd or something now that he's been through a bit of combat he's just sharpening it you know just yeah. doing so stuff like halberd, that i guess the halberd handle is going to be sticking out the window for you to be able to do this but yes you can well look, i'll do it for now yeah like while yeah. i'm while i'm clean like cleaning nice. it and and sharpen so that's emmerich will tix where do you want to be at this point are you inside or on top of the card uh, again on top of the cart i'd be on sitting the up cart. there yep. it's a uh, nice it's, it's night now i suppose it's a, no no it's, it's it's early morning you guys headed into the cave oh, sorry, 11, yep, yeah it's like yeah. 11 12 o'clock by this point um you guys are probably getting a little bit peckish you can have some rations as the cart draws off yeah um, 100 yeah, it's it's, uh, it's only midday you guys got up pretty early that morning and then headed into the caves and you weren't there for a very long couple of hours most so yeah yeah probably just lying on top having a bit of a nap enjoying the fact that i'm in sunlight as opposed to inside a cave i'm not the biggest yeah. fan of uh, being stuck inside so yeah you feel good. The, the sun warms you. Uh, the cold cave seems a distant memory now as the warm sun laps across your face and body. Uh, Mira, what are you doing? Can I, um, can I talk to Azua? Of course you can. Do you want to sit up front with Azua while he's yeah. driving the cart? Yeah. Sit up front. Um, as, as Azua sort of gets up on top of the cart to drive the cart, you and Leosin at the same time go to get up on top next to Azua. Nope. And like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 right. No, no, of course. Uh, you want to chat to uh, your friend. No, 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 no. He walks no, away I, and goes and gets inside the cart. <laughs> he, oh. he sort of sits across from Emmerich and sort of looks at you, Emmerich. <laughs> um, I'll sort of uh, say as they both sort of have their thing, I'm like, God, I wish you guys weren't so fucking awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, it's even more awkward as you sit across from Leosin inside the cart, just sharpening the bird. I give him a wink. <laughs> he uh, he pulls out a book and begins reading, occasionally glancing up as you sharpen your halberd. Uh, I'll actually ask him a question about. I'll ask him a question about the book, but I don't want to. Right, we'll jump into that in a moment. Then. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we'll exactly. jump back into that. So yeah, Mira, the Azua's sitting up on the cart. You can definitely climb up and join him. Okay. Uh, I'll be awkward. I'll be like, oh well, technically, I guess I'm talking to both of you. I guess so. It doesn't huh. really be that. Doesn't awkward. quite work like that. Okay. I'm, I'm sure he can hear you. He, he's like from behind inside the cart. <laughs> he sort of goes like, uh, "Just, just about." Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him another wink and a nod. Yep. yep. As as uh, I'm sorry, I I just want to apologise for what happened in that in that cave. It wasn't what? right. What are you apologizing for? Well, I'm. Guess I'm in two minds, and you're a, a monk. You understand that. Well, I violence is that. necessary, right? And well, but, look in the defense of one's honor, in the defense of uh, our friends, we and brothers and sisters, we must defend. There's uh, no need to just sit by, but I cannot idly sit by and watch senseless murder. Suppose not. But, but at the end of the, you know, look, I, we live in a in the real world. There is right and wrong, and there is always going to be grey amongst the black and the white. <coughs> mm. Very sage advice. Vera looks at her red and white sides and thinks about that for a minute there but is a what? world where both sides of you can exist in in a zen state Mira you must embrace the darkness though 
How could you say that when you are so light yourself? Well, the uh, the longer the shadow, the brighter the light. You can't have one without the other. She just literally just says nothing, which is unusual. Uh, can I hear any of this conversation? Yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, can. you're up on top. Why are you? Or what? You well, need I, was gonna, I was just going to. Sorry, what? What? When once um, as I would have said, you know, the part about the shadow, I would have just mm. piped up and gone, uh, Azor, which one are you? Are you the uh, the shadow or is Leosin? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think can we I dance insight check that? <laughs> you can you can insight check that. We'll text, of course you can. I think we're both the light and the shadow. <laughs> no, I don't think he's lying. No, <laughs> I, you, oh, you suspect. You suspect I, it's I, not I, that simple. Yeah, I, I would have thought that because he's saying that they're not the same, they're two halves. I'm now, mm. in the way he's talking about light and dark, I mean, I don't think it's too far-fetched for me to think that one of them might be light and one Shh. might be dark. No, no, not too far-fetched at all. That was a really, mm. I think that was very insightful. Um, you, you think it's not quite that simple where it's just one is light, one is dark. You suspect that there's... Yeah, there's more of a complexity to this. Originally, maybe your first few interactions with Azur prior to the adventure starting, he did seem a bit of a, a goody two-shoes. But as time has gone on, there is a darker side to Azur that you've started to see. Um, almost like a zealotry to some extent, I would say, where uh-huh. he is he is absolutely devoted to his morality. And that is what he follows 100%. Um and he never compromises on it. He never changes his mind on it. And um, yeah, the, 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 it's a bit more complex than light and darkness. You suspect there's both of them have lighter and darker aspects, I would say, given your insight. It's, it's a bit more complex. Mm. So, so you can continue your conversation now. I just would have thought I would have passed <laughs> up if I heard uh, yeah, absolutely. something on that one. interesting to me. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, uh, Mira's looking up, watching... Baltics as well. Hmm. So what you're saying is that it's our choices who define who we are. I I believe that is 100% the truth. But you also have a mission. Yes, I mean, I think destiny plays a big part in it. It sets the roadmap, but it doesn't tell you which way to go. thought my mission was something else entirely, and now I have none. Ah, but I think your destiny is falling in front of you as we speak. I do not want to get pulled back into this world. Well, look, (laughs) to be honest, I don't know if we have a choice. That, I think, is the greater decision. Do you... The path of heroism is in front of you. Whether you take it or not is up to you. You could easily walk away. But, Mira... Could you live with that? That is the question that will define you. Light or dark, evil or good, at the end of the day, it's our choices that define which way we go. And you have to live with that decision. If you can't, well, then you just get stuck. But I think it's pretty clear that you are are wise beyond your years and have a pretty good head on your shoulders. And surrounded by these uh, goofballs, I'm pretty sure we uh, can make these decisions together. 
And you don't have to do it alone. I just don't want to be used either. Ah, uh, that... Look, I, I completely understand that. Can you, though? You're infused with a divine the divine being. With a divine destiny? Wouldn't you say that that is being used at its most righteous? Saying that, you know, I have, you know, we were sent here for a purpose, you know, at least. I mean, the fact that I have free will to choose it or not to choose it. I mean, I actually don't know what would happen if I just turned around and didn't follow it. Sometimes it's good to walk away from things and to choose something different, even if you don't know exactly what it will be like or what your life will be when you thought it was going to be something else entirely. Well, I think that's all part of the grand plan. Every decision leads you somewhere. Every non-decision leads you somewhere else. It's uh, it's all part of growing. I've been. I've been alive. I mean, like, all, all four of us, I mean, all five of us are very similar. Yeah, think I, I, don't think, I don't think all five of us you know, had any idea what we were going to get into when this all started. Well, that's yeah. true. I thought there'd just be a bit of coin, not a... Un- not a, not God, a grand goddess save the world? Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I need to make some notes first. I need to go and analyze the situation. She'll she'll turn her, she'll bring out a. I'll leave you to with Leos, and I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. So, I need to make some notes. She'll go and start writing down all the kills. <laughs> yep. All of the all the supplies that they've gone through. Oh yeah. Um, she a, a short story about. Uh, horses and how to look after them. <laughs> yes, they say on like horse care. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Equine, just, equine, just, uh, equine management. Uh, we need to uh, think about that a bit differently. Yeah. Note, note to self: uh, look after horse. horses. Horses are like food. Help. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Emric, what did you want to say to Leosa? Um, it was. It was not going to be much. Oh, mm. look, maybe it could. We'll find out. So while they're having that conversation, yeah. Um, so I've I've winked at him. Um, and he brings out the book and be like, <coughs> so, uh, what, what do you got there? What book is that? Uh, it is a, uh, it is a notebook. I've been, uh, keeping track of various discoveries and insights that I've had while investigating the, uh, the Order of the Dragon. Uh, okay. Is there anything about us in there? Uh, not yet, not, no, not yet. I haven't had a chance to, uh, update it with your information. Well, well, you've got, you've certainly gained a lot, haven't you? You've uh, discovered a lot of things. Yes. Maybe good or bad. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Complicated. I, little, uh, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I sense a little bit of friction here between you and I. Potentially, it just sounds like some of the things that we've been uh, getting up to hasn't really rubbed you the right way, now has it, compadre? I. You have to understand, I was raised and trained to fight with ferocity, to fight with honor and fight with valor. Same as you. However, uh, I was... Uh, maybe that's not so right. You were not mercenary. I was, I was raised as a mercenary since I was pretty much a kid. So it's a little right. bit different. 
little bit more rough nosed. It's just some of the stances that you have used, the techniques. They look to be uh, more knight, what well, trained martial uh, groups well, look, would use. Well, look, I might have uh, gained a bit of that experience as well when I was part of a pal. So, uh, look, I've uh, lived a very different life from a lot more other people. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Well, if you have their fighting styles, I would hope that you have their code of conduct as well. I just worry that you are too bloodthirsty, you relish combat too much. It is a path to a very, very dark place. One of anger. One of blood. Um, I'm going to look into his eyes. Yeah. Haunted one feature. I'm going to use the haunted one feature so yeah. you can get a bit of a glimpse into my my history and my yeah. my emotions and he, I'll let him a glimpse into yeah. the cacophony of chaos that Emric sort of lives with and the torment and mm. and betrayal and the yeah so um oh could yeah. we read that up quickly so you know what it does absolutely yeah I think those who look into it. your eyes mm. um I don't yeah so. Those who look into your eyes can see that you have faced unimaginable horror and that you are no stranger to darkness. They them Okay, so don't worry about the commoners, but that's pretty much just what he'll take on. Yeah. As you look deep into his eyes, his golden um, angelic eyes, you see reflected back at you. Oh, yeah. A feeling of hope, of light, of... Hope is the best way to describe it. A feeling of hope. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll me a D20, Jared. All right. Just a flat D20. 18. I'm going to roll a flat D22. I'm going to make a public okay. roll. I'd like to see where this is going. Yeah. All righty. You feel, despite the horrors you've faced, despite the journey that you have been on to get to where you are now, and the the dark places that you've been, you feel there is still a spark of hope. As you look into Leosin's eyes, as Leosin looks into yours, that golden light dims slightly as he frowns, his brow furrowing. You have seen much darkness, Emric. Does he say anything else? No, he just... That's all he says as he looks at you. Look, I'll be caught a bit off guard now. Um, he's going to sit there for a second and actually contemplate what he just sort of felt. As uh, Leosin looks very troubled as well. There's this sort of furrow brow. And as you maintain the eye contact and then break it, he looks down at his book, pulls out a quill, and begins taking notes on a page, a new page that he turns to. Um, seeming very troubled. Mm. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna leave him be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, honestly, like that threw me off a little bit. Like, so Leosin has a variant. Like, Leosin has a variant of the haunted one background um, that I've created. And okay. He has a variant of it. Um, yeah, that's so cool. That's, that's what you've seen there. That was yeah. a really cool interaction. I, I genuinely, I, when I did this, I did this so long ago. 
um, when I sort of created, I turned Leosin from just an NPC into an actual character. And I just, because I've, I've been playing around with variant backgrounds and I thought, oh, this will be fun to chuck in. And then when you revealed Emmerich had the Haunted One feature, I was like, oh shit, I wonder if there's going to be any interaction about this. And I was like, I'm just going to leave it. We'll see what happens because I don't care if we don't ever find out about this. This is a cool behind the scenes thing. And sure enough, you legend, you narrative legend. <laughs> So um, is it is it at this point that Mira walks in and yeah. sees yeah, Emmerich reckon. on one side and Leosin yeah. on the other, so and what? and her and because her features are split down the middle too, so she'll have mm. Emmerich on the red side and Leosin on the white side. Yep. So and she'll okay. Sit down next to Leosin. So yeah. what you'll what you'll see as you enter probably is Emmerich deep in thought now. Actually, after what he's experienced, yeah. and you'll see, I guess, um, Leosin deep Leosin in thought <laughs> after what he's experienced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, awkward. <laughs> well, that's the thing. As as you step in, probably expecting a bit of awkward energy. There's not an awkwardness. There is. Yeah, it's almost uh, like a sense of contemplation. Yeah, there's yeah. a sense of contemplation. There's a sense of. Yeah, th- th- there's definitely there's something. Something has occurred between these two. Not something awkward. Something different. Um, and you're not sure what it is, and you're not sure what the effects are. But both of them seem thoughtful. They're not making eye contact anymore. Um, no. Both no. of them are, are very much ingrained with what they're doing. In that case, Mira will sit right in the middle of the floor. Yep. Alrighty. And I think that's a really good time to wrap up our session. I think that it is. like think, a really good poetic moment. I think, I think we've really ended well with some, like, the talk between Mira and um, Azura. I was oh. really... Amazing. I was actually I pretty. I was, I was just letting them go. Like, I wasn't even saying anything, no comments or anything. I just like just let them write it out. I want yep. to see where they absolutely. Because I was, I was sort of getting drawn in a little bit there. Well, when you guys get your webcams, people can see your reactions live. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll me, lose I the was... ma- they'll lose the magic. <laughs> what magic? Don't worry, that will happen. I will. I will get it. Awesome. Um, thank you so much for joining us, guys. If you've been joining us live, um, I can see that a few of you have been popping in and out. Thank you so much. Um, we're loving the live streams. This is this is great fun. Uh, we will be putting this up uh, on YouTube and the podcasts. I've actually got the day off tomorrow from work, so I'm going to have this up tomorrow. Uh, really quick turnaround oh, yeah. for this one. Yeah, baby. I'll have, oh. uh, have this one up quickly. I know generally I've been getting to it by a Friday or a Saturday, um, but I'll get this one out a little bit sooner. That's all right. Yeah. Look, when I get to it, I get to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, please subscribe um, to whatever platform you're listening to us on or watching us on. Uh, come and join us on the Facebook page or the Twitter page. Um, I'd love to have a chat to you guys if, you, if you've been listening and enjoying it, if, you're, if you've got any feedback, if you just want to have a chat. Um, yeah, I'm really keen to, keen to have a chat with you guys and find out what you liked, what you, what you feel like we could do a bit more of. If you're loving the combat and you want more combat, let us know. If you're loving the RP and you want more RP, let us know. Um, we're just having a blast. Well, I mean, I'm having a blast. I hope you guys are having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with how that session went because it was like, I got a lot of combat at the start and then mm. there was a bit of moral dilemmas. But then I think we really sort of, um, it was really cool what we did at the end with some of the RP. Yeah, yeah I just really talked it out, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think because um, the way that the Tyranny of Dragons module is set up is it's very much focused on go to point A, do B, get to point C, save D, yep. head home. Um, 
what we're going to be doing is there still will be a little bit of that when you guys are in the main sections of the module but in between the chapters and sort of around the chapters i'm going to be introducing as much of my own homebrew stuff as possible yeah. just for fun um, we have to do something about these eggs man wink nudge nudge uh emrick wants a dragon yeah. mounts yeah hmm We'll see about that. <laughs> um, Emmerich's a big boy. Dragons hatch as small, small boys. Oh, uh, don't get me wrong. Like he, he he's not that dumb. He's not going to try and make a baby dragon being's mount. So like he's going to try and raise it and be the the mama. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to gonna sit on goes. our shoulders. Yeah, look. <laughs> well, we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see how the interactions play I'm out. Looking we'll forward see to seeing how to, how it works out. Um, but that's so what Emmerich's going to try and do. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Um, thank you, Simon, Andrew, Claire, and Jared. You guys are amazing. I love, I love your work. Um, thank you, listeners, for joining us, and thank you, watchers. We will see you guys for episode eleven. Ooh. We're cracked. Damn. We're in the double. We're in the double digits, on episode babies. Ten, everyone. Yeah, episode ten. I. It's crazy. Yeah, We've been doing this crazy. since July. It's, yeah, really? it's nuts. yeah yeah not very long um <laughs> we'll see i know it's it's crazy we will see you guys for episode 11 now we're in the double digits uh, shit is gonna get real <laughs> oh no oh yes oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um thanks guys we will see you next time keep safe yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep safe, safe. We'll see, see you guys later, later.